Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Insights. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in from the United States and around the world. If you are new to the show, I would like to extend an invitation to you to join our large audience and community of co-creation and spiritual support. We are dedicated to helping you cultivate peace in your life through self-awareness, and we offer something for everyone. I am a psychic medium, advanced energetic healer, spiritual teacher, and channel for Jesus, and I work with others in the divine. Featured monthly segments include A Course in Miracles virtual class with the co-president of the Foundation for Inner Peace, Robert Rosenthal, MD. We also offer energetic healing segments where you can call in for free long-distance healing. And we present the Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil, which gives you an opportunity to learn directly from spirits and ascended beings in a transmission through their full-body channels. Today's segment is the latest installment in our Guidance from Spirit portion of the show. I am joined by special guest co-host Wendy Gale. Wendy is a psychic, spiritual teacher, healer, and channel who offers nurturing guidance and heart-centered awareness of our connection with source energy. Wendy has also served as a full-body trance channel for Archangel Metatron since 2007, allowing him to come through to offer his divine wisdom about the human journey through classes, workshops, retreats, radio appearances, and private sessions. She offers messages and channel transmissions to serve the awakening of humanity and to assist in the journey of awakening your soul essence. Metatron is a divine consciousness dedicated to the enlightenment of all beings. His mission is to enliven the soul's journey. He accomplishes this by assisting you through the shifting landscape of personal transformation, sharing information to remind you of your own divinity, and supporting you in understanding the soul's journey in a way that is healing and empowering. To learn more about Wendy, Metatron, and their classes, events, and private sessions, visit angelemerging.com and visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to explore the archives of these and other divine transmissions, as well as the Course in Miracles and the Long Distance Healing segments. So let's welcome Wendy back to the show, and then we will discuss today's topic, that Metatron has offered us. Welcome, Wendy. Welcome back. Hi, Charlotte. Thank you. Happy to be here again. This is getting rather fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really is. It, uh-huh. it gets really exciting. It's like a couple of days before we're going to get together and do this, all kinds of really juicy information starts to come forward. So, yes. Uh. (laughs) And so what came forward in the past week or so is that Metatron wanted to have the segment be something of a fireside chat, like President Roosevelt used to do with the old-time radios and talking to people on an intimate level. And I think that's a really great Mm -hmm. idea. And you indicated uh, that he had uh, spoken to you, and so we decided that navigating the shifts of 2019 – is the topic today, and I also wonder if that goes beyond, because I don't see like a an off switch to these shifts at the <laughs> end of the year. Do you? I I don't. I don't. I, I never assume that there's going to be an off switch, but what I what I do know is I am you know holding out hope, Charlotte, that that as we transition into the new decade, that that it's going to ease up a little bit for a while. Hopefully mm. we'll have done our work, done our homework, and when we we make that transition into the new decade, we can take a, a deeper breath and 
have it not be such a an intense ride. So from your mouth to God's keeping, ears. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed, right? <laughs> yes. A bit of a respite from all of this turbulence would be nice. I feel things are slowing down now. Do you feel the same way? Slowing down? Yeah, mm-hmm. like um and what I mean is the intensity of twenty eighteen mm-hmm. and now I'm at a point where I am able to breathe and focus, and uh, it's not so intense and fast-paced. Okay. As you know, I, yeah, I, I haven't experienced it the same way. Um, mm-hmm. For me, last year, it was kind of the reverse for me last year. Everything was a little bit calmer, and now, and now this year, I'm really feeling a push. I'm being okay. asked to, I'm being asked to accommodate more, to shift more, to heal more within myself. So it's like I think you you got it then, and and you know I'm I'm getting it now. So okay, I <laughs> it, see. It's whenever whenever we need it, right? Yes, obviously there's a plan there, but um, I still feel <laughs> that it's fast paced. Uh, there's a lot happening at once with all these shifts. Yeah. And yet what I feel is slow is seeing the actual evidence of significant change in life. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. It it does. And even even when we're doing our work and, and healing those things that are, you know, up for us to, to recognize and heal, seeing any major changes changes in the moment i'm i'm not seeing a whole lot everything still kind of looks the same for me so i'm wondering Mm -hmm. you know i'm wondering as as our year rolls along is the result of our work and our healing and shifting you know what what's it going to look like and that's always an an exciting thing to be you know awaiting Yes, and it makes sense that it would have to be a reflection of the work we do in our inner world, our internal work, and then have that emanate outwards. So it's a significant time, very important. Yeah, I agree. It feels like that this period of time is a huge opportunity if people are – uh, willing to use it, a huge opportunity to release a lot of things that aren't serving us anymore and actually be able to step step into a new place energetically, um, a new place in our perceptions, in how we view the world, how we are doing spirits work. I, I you know, am very much feeling gratitude for the, you know, for the possibilities, right? Mm. Very interesting. Before I forget, I wanted to ask, do you have any events coming up? Um, my next event uh, is going to be in June, the 7th through the 9th. I am teaching a level one channeling class on Long Island, New York. And the information will be on the Angel Emerging website or you know, people can contact me if they have uh, questions that they would like answered. But I invite anybody who is channeling and looking for a structure or those of you who are new to channeling to come in and join us. It's going to be an amazing workshop. It's fun. Sounds terrific. Okay. Yeah. Well, we don't have a whole lot to share back and forth about this. Would you like to just bring mm-hmm. Metatron through and we'll let him take center stage and explain what he wants yeah. to help us understand. All right. I would be happy to. Um, it will be just a moment. Okay. Um, I'll talk to you when you get back. Okay.
Right. Good day to you. Namaste. Namaste, Metatron. Welcome. Thank mm. you for being here. Thank you so much, beloved one. It is an honor to be here with you again today. Huh? It's an honor to have you with us. And so we have a very interesting topic that you chose. <laughs> All righty. Uh, which one? I know that uh, there are several that uh, came forward. Where would you like to begin? Oh, well, uh, you had mentioned you wanted this to be something of a fireside chat, which I think is a lovely idea. Mm, and wow. so where to begin? Navigating the shifts of 2019, uh, I thought we could begin with um, the conversation I had with Wendy about bringing completion to things before mm-hmm. the year 2020, mm-hmm. um, aspects of the journey, of our journey coming to a close. And uh, I wondered if you could explain how we can help ourselves by getting into alignment with the energies that are present yeah. to release trauma, uh, resentment, obsessive thoughts, old belief systems that no longer serve us, and allow yeah. forgiveness to take place, forgiveness of people, situations, and perhaps even life itself for those who have had a very difficult time. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. I would, I would be happy to talk about that. So uh, many already know, it's no big news, that there are some significant energy shifts happening this year. And the shifts are going to continue uh, in a strong way through the end of the year, right? And what individuals and um, people collectively are noticing is that there's all kinds of old stuff coming up, things that people thought that they had already cleared or things that people have been unwilling to look at until this point in time, Right? And all of these things are, you know, uh, making themselves known and present in your lives so that you must look at them and, and see them reflected and, and understand what they are for you and understand where is the healing with these things and what is it that spirit is trying to assist you, Right? Because these things aren't coming up willy-nilly. These things are are coming up at the behest of your soul. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. Coming up at the behest of your soul. So that the soul can take another large leap up the ladder of ascension as you are stepping into your new decade. There's going to be a real energetic shift at the beginning of next year. And so uh, the soul says, okay, you stuffed, you know, you stuffed those feelings about that event away and didn't ever want to look at it. Well, beloved one, here it is, right? Mm-hmm. And, and here's the story that you've told yourself and, and what really is the truth about this and how then do you bring healing to that how do you bring forgiveness and and uh you know love yourself through it right and right. there's a there really is what i call uh you know rocking yourself back to balance and so many of these uh things that you have coming up are uh, you know they're all they're fear-based, they are they're abandonment issues, they are different types of pains from different things in your life. And, and some, some of you have had repetitive experiences with these things. And now is the time, the possibility that you can clear that, clear those release, let go. It is not you anymore, right? And so right. we have been 
we have been sharing that there are, you know, a few different ways to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And the first, the first thing is, is that you've got to be willing to say, okay, I see this. I, I know this is here, and, and I will commit to taking a look at it. I will commit to bringing some forgiveness to myself. I will commit to, to bringing some healing to these uh, memories and these emotions that uh, tend to you know, come up, all of them connected to a story that's in your past, right? Right. It is it is not the here and now. The here and now is not necessarily the challenge. It is the all of the old stuff that is, is coming forward again. So yes. you know, being willing to say, Okay, I commit to taking a look at this. And some of these things, Charlotte, are going to be so large for people that they're going to need some extra help in and taking a look at them and, and bringing healing and forgiveness. So for those of you, you know, that feel overwhelmed, kindly don't hesitate to receive help uh, wherever you feel that you would like to receive it, whether it be your your favorite healer, your favorite channel, a a, a healthcare professional, whatever it is, right? Get Get the help that you need to be able to to shift these things that feel uh, larger than your own uh, your own abilities, right? Mm-hmm. And then for the, for those things that you can shift, well, much of it is about perceptions, and you've heard us speak about this already about how perceiving things makes all the difference. Right, right, and some, sometimes how you're perceiving a situation that creates an emotion, and then how you stuff it down, right? It it it's like a whole system of of self protection, and yet the truth of the matter is, is that you beautiful beings were created to feel, to feel and to process in that moment and then release, as opposed to feeling, creating a story and and stuffing it away, you know what? So you're you're being asked to change your perceptions on how you work with your emotions and how to view your triggers, right? Mm -hmm. Most of you, most of you, understand at least some of your triggers, right? And then some of the triggers are so deep that you don't even realize you've been triggered until you feel them. But then allow yourself to feel. Each and every one of you are a feeling being. Your soul feels, but your soul is able to say, okay, I've got it. I release it. I got it. I release it. That is not being, hmm, some people think that that's not, you know, being engaged enough. Right? But can you imagine, Charlotte, can you imagine what life would be if you felt it and, and right in that moment said, ouch, and, and, and had, a conversation or, or with the self or with where the ouch came from and, and clear it in that moment as opposed to having to drag it along behind you? Wouldn't that Actually, be amazing? Actually, I, I could see that, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. much easier. Um, yeah, much easier. And that is where spirit is leading each and every one of you, right, to be in that place of of being fully present because that's part of this, right? right? How can you be present if, you know, your hurts are in the past and you keep bringing them back into your into your moment today, right? Or mm-hmm. how can you be present if you are fearing 
the possibility of something in the future, right? Right. And and so so all of this is is this this energy and these shiftings are it's just like something is being built around each and every human being in this moment, an energetic construct, let us call it, to assist them to to see, to acknowledge, to heal, to shift, and to and to release. And if you understand that that is what is occurring, then you can relax into the journey, kind of lean into it a little bit. It doesn't have to be chaotic, right? It can be a journey that you take with your guides. You can say, okay, my woman says it all the time, okay, Metatron, you know, this is going on. This has been going on for the last 40 years. This is the time. Help me to clear it. Right? And, right. and we, we are there to assist. We're always there to assist. So, you know, there are a myriad of different healing modalities in the world, right, that mm-hmm. assist, assist the release of of this type of energy, this this emotion that has been trapped, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you'll know if you feel called to go and and receive or to work with somebody, right? Sure. But there really really is a lot that you can do on your own. A lot you can do on your own. Mm-hmm. So. I wonder though, with, if you don't mind my mm-hmm. asking a question. Mm-hmm. Is this time appropriate where if we sat with ourselves and really looked at what needs to be brought to completion, what needs to be forgiven, mm-hmm. that we can do that, do all of it? Is there anything that would be premature that might need to stay a while longer, or can we really just wipe the slate clean this year? All right. That's a great question, right? There are some things. I call it, you know, what do you have chained in your basement? And there are a lot of things that you know that are there. You know, you've got boxes of stuff, and, and, and those are the things that will come up easily. Many individuals have things that they don't even consciously remember. And so a lot of that will come up. Uh, this year to be uh, recognized right but okay. those are the type of those are the type of things that will organically pop up at the at the appropriate time so you can do you can do uh, a great deal of work this year and you know halfway through next year something else might pop up that you haven't even remembered right and and then you will have a a bit of a process again but a great deal can be released this year because many of you are dragging that which no longer serves you around with you each and every day right Mm -hmm. what what no longer serves you charlotte oh um I'll say struggle. Yeah. Struggle. But struggle. Struggle doesn't serve, right? And no. and when you're struggling, it is an indication that you are out of harmony. Right? right. So mm-hmm. how do you how do you harmonize with your soul? How do you harmonize with your guidance? Well, for you, you are diligent about your prayers and your meditations and reaching out and and receiving. For those people that have more difficulty in doing that, right? Mm-hmm. They, you know, they continue to struggle. But I will tell each and every individual they have the tools, even if they would just sit down and be quiet. Or sit down and say a prayer, or sit down and breathe. And I know you and my woman were speaking about breath earlier, right? Yes, yes, we were. Mm-hmm. So, so if you wanted to shift struggle, 
then you could shift struggle through your breath. That sounds like okay. a bold statement, does it not? Right? Sure does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So what you know is that when you're upset, when you're startled, when things are tense, you tend to hold your breath. Right. And what that does is it helps to solidify the energies in your physical and energetic bodies. If you would get used to fully breathing, then being able to feel and release would become much simpler. And so there's a very simple breathing tool, right? Mm -hmm. And it it is uh, to imagine, right, just just feel yourself for a moment and and feel how you breathe. Most people breathe very shallow, right, about to the diaphragm. And and then you ask yourself, what are you breathing, right? And most most humans will say, well, that's logical. We are breathing oxygen. We are breathing air, right? We need that to live. Is that the truth? Maybe. But perhaps if you had the perception that each breath you took into your body that you were breathing in source, it would change the way you breathe. Because as soon as I say, imagine you're breathing source, everybody wants to take a deep breath and bring in as much source into their body as possible. Right? It feels mm-hmm. good. It lights you up. It is calming. It is loving. And then when you release that breath, imagine that you are releasing the self. Imagine that you're releasing that which no longer serves. Even if you don't identify it in the mind, you can just have a generalized intention that you're releasing that which no longer serves. So as you breathe in source, and it fills every aspect of your body, all of your organs, into your blood, right? It permeates. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you let go. And you're letting go of the ego, of hanging on, of resistance. And so when you utilize this breath in relation to those pains like struggle, Right? When you breathe right. out, imagine that you are laying struggle at the feet of source. Okay. Right? right? And what does, what does source do with it? Source picks it up lovingly and then transforms it right. into light. Into light. So just one way that simple, simple exercise of of breathing in source. And for all of you channels and healers, uh, we've been instructing those that have been studying with us to to use the breath as they're bringing guidance in and to use the breath as they are doing the healing work. And every single individual, the feedback is, is that it's made a difference that okay. our work is more powerful, right? Yes. So we know we know that it works. <laughs> it does. We know. It yes. my experience is, is that it helps me get centered, I can uh focus better and longer. Mhm. And concentrate. Yeah. Right. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It it puts you in a good place, right? For right. for my channel, it, it it makes her float. She feels yes. very floaty, which is okay. which is wonderful because you know my woman is very tall, <laughs> and she does not often feel very floaty, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's a question, Metatron, if I may. Mm. Yeah. So 
so Wendy and I were discussing how um, there seems to be a whole lot happening at once on many different levels, and mm-hmm. yet I had mentioned it, it feels slower in seeing evidence of significant change. Is that simply a protective energy so that it's not too much at once? Because I feel that some days I feel very excited from deep down that something exciting is about to happen. And then I feel that I need to slow down and rest and regroup. And then I start to feel impatient. When am I going to see change? So I'm going through this very interesting cycle. Right. Right. All right. So indeed, sometimes, beloved one, it is easier to see the change if you will look back over your shoulder to see where you've come from. Sometimes when you are focused forward, which most of you are, right? Yes. You're you're waiting to see a change. Uh, you know, there's an anticipation, an expectation that you're going to see a change. But sometimes the changes are subtle. Sometimes they're more significant, right? But really, in the rearview mirror is where you can see the change because you'll be able to see, you know, where you've come from uh, six months ago, six years ago, six minutes ago, and where you are in this moment, right? Right. And so here, here is an understanding. You, the breath, right? Mm-hmm. Each inhalation and exhalation, at that point, you're brand new. You've changed, right? The next in-breath and out-breath, you've changed, Okay. right? But that change is so small, infinitesimal, right? And you're, you're kind of looking for a culmination, so the change has to kind of move forward a little bit before you get the, the bigger understanding of the change. Mm-hmm. The, the energies are becoming more and more refined this year. And what I mean by refined is a higher frequency. Right? Uh, and it is causing everyone to kind of reach up a little bit. And and that's a beautiful thing. But people don't recognize that as they're reaching up, that they're only able to do that because of all the life that they've lived, all the healing that they've done, all of the perceptions that they've shifted up until this point in time. If you have been approached with these energy frequencies 10 years ago, you would never have been able to reach up to them, right? You wouldn't have even really begun to to recognize them so much. So change looks many different ways, right? Change looks many different ways. (laughs) Yeah. So, Okay. Look look behind you. Look behind you. Okay. <laughs> um, with uh, regard to these energies that are more refined, uh, Wendy mm-hmm. mentioned there is a Mahatma energy. Is that what you're referring to that is coming to the planet? Uh, right. The Mahatma consciousness is a consciousness that that approaches not only your planet, but, but other planets at time of great evolution at the time of great shifting and changing. Uh, The last time the Mahatma consciousness uh, bathed your planet was the time of Atlantis. All right? Really? Yes, indeed. And so the Mahatma has been approaching your planet for uh, almost uh, eight months at this point in time. But it is becoming more and more... uh, uh, let's just call it persuasive energy, right? That is really making itself known, even if people don't know what to call it. And it is really the energy of of supporting you in your evolution, supporting you in your personal 
and the global transformation, right? right. Because mm-hmm. it, it's all happening at the same time. It is not just you beautiful humans. It is, it is the entire planet. And so the Mahatma energy is a pure energy. It cannot be manipulated at all. It can be used. Uh, in your meditations, if you would like to call it in, uh, but it is also a consciousness that brings clearing and healing. That's it's part of what is assisting your soul to, you know, to do that uh, soul cellular house cleaning, so to speak. And okay. it is going to be it's going to be that consciousness that that helps to kind of. Uh, roll you into the finish line uh, as your decade changes. Right? Wow. So, yeah. Where did it come it's from? Beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful. Well, it came from source, right? It is the right. source, create, source created. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know what Mahatmas are, right? I'm not sure. Mahatmas. Mahatmas are ascended beings. Many Mahatmas have come not only to your planet but to to other planets to to assist beings to to evolve, right? And okay. so this this consciousness has been moving through your cosmos to those places and planets that are ready for planetary shifts. And evolutionary shifts of its of its inhabitants, right? Okay. And yeah. and it is a beautiful, beautiful light energy that bathes the planet, and it resonates with the what is the magenta ray of color. Okay. Magenta, magenta, very special, right? Most of your healing rays kind of run horizontally. The magenta ray is circular. It contains both the alpha and the omega frequencies in magenta. So if you are someone who's looking for deep healing, then find magenta and and you know, wear it or hold it or, you know, do healing work with the magenta ray. Okay. It is very, very powerful. Huh? Wow. Okay. Yeah, we have uh, have mm-hmm. we have we have entrained many of our of our channels right to to take a selfie, <laughs> and then really? each day, yeah, take a selfie, and then each day take a cloth, a magenta cloth, and lay it over your picture on the phone, or if you have a photograph, lay it over your photograph, right, and then pray over it, heal over it, send blessings and energy over it, right? And it okay. is it is really a deep tool for, you know, your transformation and, and it is you transforming you and using that magenta is uh giving it an extra kick, right? An extra kick. Right. Oh, right. And Would that's it... how you can ut- utilize the Mahatma hmm. energy. Fabulous. Would it be helpful to uh, use an older photograph that might represent your old story? Hmm. Or one in the well, present? I, I don't know that I don't know that it matters because even your present photograph rep is representative of of each step of your life, right? Of right here it. and now. Sure. It's all of it. It's all of okay. it. Okay. But, you know, there are some people, if you are ill and you have a picture of yourself as as healthy, you know, you might try that. We don't okay. know that uh, that it's any better or worse, right? right. But, uh, you know, but try it. You can play with it. There's no hard and fast rules, right? Okay. No hard and fast rules, but it is a beautiful, another beautiful tool to use during uh, all of this uh, exquisite energy of change. Okay. That is a very fascinating tool. I just want to clear up, you had said, you know, you know what the Mahatmas are, and I honestly, not really. Uh, the only Mahatma 
I know of is Mahatma Gandhi. And now you said they are ascended beings. Is that, am I on the right track with Mahatma Gandhi? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. Got it. But Mahatma is not only a consciousness, but there are those who embody the Mahatma consciousness. So Mahatma Gandhi embodied that consciousness, right? Okay. And there are other Mahatmas. I just—I honestly just thought it was a name. Hmm. It is a title. I see. Hmm. Yeah. More of a more of a title, right? Like Archangel. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. And mm. oh, we talked about Mahatma. Um. Yeah. How many How many Mahatmas are on the planet right now? Sixteen. Am I one of them? Interesting question, huh? Thought I'd throw it after. <laughs> All gotcha, right. You know. So so let let I'm going to reverse the question a little bit. Right. Okay. If I Say yes. Are you willing? Are you ready to embrace all that means? Yes. All right. Then so be it. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Good. Sounds good. So now you got to figure out what the Mahatma does, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I said okay, and I closed my eyes and made a commitment, and then opened right. them to yeah. what next? <laughs> well, now what? Right? Now, yeah, now what? what? Um, um, and that's always the big beautiful thing for all of your dreams, for your for your path, for your ascension. The now what is important. That's kind of the cookie uh, that you get for all of the hard work that you do. The now what space is, is fantastic. So what I would highly recommend, beloved one, is first you understand what is the Mahatma consciousness. And you can do a little research on that, and I know that you will, right? <laughs> and yes, then I will. Under, understand what it is for those that embody that consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you if you think of most people are aware of Mahatma Gandhi, right? Mm-hmm. And look look at the path that he took, right? Right. You, it was a path of struggle that he that he walked in total submission to source. Yes. If you think about his path and all of the challenges, he walked every single step, every single breath in harmony with Mahatma, with and with source, with soul. Right? There was okay. nothing else for him. There was nothing else for him. That's all there was. And so uh the existence, the lives of Mahatmas, right, uh, sometimes uh, seem hmm, laser-focused, right? They're yes. not looking. They're not looking at the the cosmic picture. They're looking at a laser focus, and there's usually a theme in in their walk upon this planet. Well, okay, now we're getting so. somewhere. Alrighty. <laughs> mhm. A lot's making sense right now. <laughs> However, well, it does. It doesn't mean that path of struggle has to stay this year. No, no. That can change. It, your your path of struggle can be complete today. Okay. I know how and to do that. And that's the truth. Because it's a choice, right? Right. It it is a choice in each and every moment. You have the choice to choose struggle, or you have the choice to choose harmony. 
right? Okay. And so, and so, you know, I encourage everyone to choose harmony. Right? However, however, that looks in the moment, right? And harmony doesn't always look like, you know, uh, something that you're, you know, having a, a challenge with another human being or with a situation, but mm-hmm. it's harmony within you, harmony with your soul, harmony with source. When you're in that harmony, anything is possible. Okay. Anything, anything, healing, manifestation, all of the things that you're craving, within that harmony is where it exists. So you're saying all things that you crave exist within harmony? Right. Okay. Yes, of course they do. doesn't doesn't exist in the struggle. It can't. It can't exist there. Yeah, it can't exist in the struggle, right? And, and it, 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 it all resides in the harmony. And that's where the peace is. So you can't fix your problems with the same mind that created it. So if you release the ego and embrace harmony and peace, that is where the real tool for creation is acceptable right. and makes sense and works. Absolutely. And that breath that I was just speaking of, is mm-hmm. a great tool for creating harmony, right? And it is yes. simple. We we like simple, Charlotte, because anyone can do it, right? Of it course. It is not mm-hmm. something big fan dangled that you have 16 steps that you have to do to get through it. You're breathing. You're breathing source. You're letting go of self. Harmony right there. Hmm. Hmm. I love it. This is really rather uh, fascinating. So, Good. so what's all this energy coming to the planet? Mahatma consciousness, um, other mm-hmm. energies that have been introduced uh, by the divine. The veil between the worlds is thinning. What yeah. is it that we need to know and understand about that so that we can be in harmony with that process taking place? All right. So uh, everyone has their own picture of what the veil looks like, right? Okay. But I would I would encourage you to to bring it a little closer to home and what is your veil, right? Because your veil is part of the big veil, right? Okay. And and it it is the veil is that it is but a, a fluttering, beautiful piece of material that that uh, denotes the completion of of one movement and the stepping into the next. So, if you were to go and to look at your veil, if you were to imagine a big room and in a doorway hangs a piece of cloth and it probably looks a little tattered and torn right now for all of you that have been doing your work. And if you can sweep that veil away and peek into the next room, right? Yes. That's the next step. That's the next step. And then as you walk across that room, you come to the next veil, right? So the the veil and the thinning of the veil and piercing of the veil is is moving, moving what they call up the ladder of ascension, right? It is getting to the point vibrationally, emotionally, you know, mentally to a a new place. And then you're, you're stepping, you know, from there into the next journey, an elevated journey. Right. Does that make some sense to you? It makes beautiful sense. But so you have a personal veil, and there is a collective veil. So we're encouraging everyone, everyone to to work with their own veil because that impacts the collective veil, right? Okay. Yeah. As soon as I hear personal, I I 
understand it to be a small part of something larger in the collective. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just it's it's funny that I I think some people, some of the listeners and my clients, feel that they're very secure in their knowledge. They they know who they mm-hmm. are to a pretty marked degree, and so we wonder mm-hmm. why it's still so hard. Like, what is what is the thought process that makes us feel that perhaps if we know so much it should be easier, or is this simply just the process of transformation that you have to go through no matter where you are on the scale of knowledge? Mm-hmm. That is truth. That comment is truth. But but backing it up a little bit, you know, all all of you beautiful light workers that you know who you are and you got your stuff down, right? Yes. You are you are in that spot and there's not a lot of room for growth within that. There's not a lot of room for expansion within that. And that's the whole game, right? Is that your soul is about about expansion. And so if you have yourself encapsulated in I know this about myself and I do this and you know, why is it not going better? It it is because you're you're kind of it's like holding your coat closed in a in a wind, right? Right. Uh, so to to open up the possibilities that you're more than that. Even even with your greater understanding, beloved one, you're still more than that. Okay, that makes sense. You're still more than that. And um, that- when you come to that place where I've got it all wired up, right? That's a little bit of ego in there. But you're still greater than that. More. And I'm sorry. Say that again, please. When you get to you where, are, when when you get when you get to that place where you are, you know, uh, allowing yourself to to embrace more. Right? You are more. Right. You okay. are not just not just or just of that. Right? There is so much more to you. And when you start understanding that you are consciousness mm-hmm. right then you stop thinking like a human a little bit more okay <laughs> that is that my is... goal to get everyone that... to stop thinking like a human you know this <laughs> that, that would be great yeah. I would love that well <laughs> this feels uh, rather complete and I don't uh, want to um, drag it on. Uh, this was really yeah. excellent. However, uh, there is a question I have that is perhaps related to the topic, but it would make a good crossover question when I get a chance to ask Mother Mary mm-hmm. the same question, if I could pose All that right. to you. Of course. All right. It's a fun one. Uh, recently, the Notre Dame Cathedral caught fire, and it caught mm-hmm. my attention for sure. Uh, because as I watch the news, I'm trying to tap in and get a sense of what's happening with the collective. So I use those uh, news items. So that being on fire was very significant and for me um, marks, marks a shift. And it had to do with religion and, and in particular the Catholic religion and the structure oh. of that religion. What thoughts would right. you like to share on the significance of that fire? All right. A couple of things, right? that fire destroyed structure and what you're going to be noticing in your world that structures are crumbling structures are shifting and changing and all of those things that you come to count on right are going to be less available structurally right mm-hmm. and so that is one aspect of it and it and it plays into the structure of the church, right? Sure. And so, so many of uh, the religions, you know, hold women 
in a certain way, uh, or they allow things to transpire within their uh, religions and organizations that are out of integrity, right? And Mm -hmm. so structure is being destroyed. And and it's not being destroyed by by man it's being destroyed by by god right because because it it is part of the evolution and anything that is an old staid pride and true is going to be shaken up and you've been witnessing this you know upon your planet for a while but but it's yes. getting kind of getting kind of specific you're looking at attacks on religions and things burning down it is really pressing on these different structures that are in place your government is hanging on by its toenails right yes it is mm-hmm. your your financial structures are are hanging on by by a thread as well so so really a lot of things and and to bring it back home right pay attention to your physical structures and the structures that you have in your own lives right and allow change where they're not working bring in new understanding and energies and i will say that the current pope has a very bright light and his his work is to bring different perceptions and to and to shift the structures of an old you know uh, an old belief system right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm not I, i'm not being uh, when i'm calling it old i'm i mean ancient right it is not that yes. i'm uh, you know, degrading anything, uh, right. but it is, uh, it is. You know, he is the the voice for change, and yes. so within within his religion, he is the voice for change. You know, yes. there are many that are the voices for change and and helping to restructure everything. Right, because yes. what you what you have in place isn't working. Mm-mm. It hasn't it been working, working for a long time. It yes. isn't working, right? And it, I, it is unfortunate. And I uh, heard through another channel that Yeshua has. Uh, he said that the Notre Dame Cathedral that was built, that temple was built to honor the Divine Feminine. So doesn't that then tie into the era of gender equality that we're coming into and breaking down the structures you just outlined? Yeah. But it's, is that yeah. correct? The divine feminine is honored by that church, and that's the heart of where that structure is coming down. Right. And, and you know, even even within the, the Catholic religion, you know, Mary is such a large part of of their beliefs and, and their love, right? Mm-hmm. But yes. but but it doesn't translate into you know the women on the planet, right? Right. The, mm-hmm. It it doesn't, and so indeed it is being shaken up. Do you think that divine mothers looking around going, okay, we've got it all wired up? No, it is about reawakening the divine mother in everyone, right? Male and okay. female. I'm bringing mm-hmm. balance. And, uh, you know, it is it is difficult when you have the divine masculine fighting tooth and nail to not acknowledge and not embrace the divine feminine. No? Yes. And, okay. And that can, that can be said about governments, it can be said about churches, it can be said about a lot of things, right? They mm-hmm. are fighting they are fighting to maintain male control. Yes, they are. And not honoring not honoring every single other individual upon the planet. Mm-hmm. So for each person their their inner sense of the divine masculine that spark of them has to 
embrace the divine feminine yeah. in themselves and in everyone else for this to smooth out. Right, right. It's, it's not about swing. <coughs> Pardon. Mm-hmm. <coughs> God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> it is not about having the pendulum swing back to a matriarchal society. That is not it at all. It is about coming to still point that the divine alignment between masculine and feminine, and that is what Source is trying to bring this planet in into alignment with, into harmony with, right? Mm-hmm. Be- because that is that is what's needed, right? Yes. That brings the best of the masculine, the best of the feminine. So, and the best of humanity. Ah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Hmm. This was wonderful, Metatron. Thank you so much for sharing with all of us. You are so time. welcome. My honor to be with you today. So I will talk right. to you soon. Yes, indeed. Until next time, Charlotte. Namaste. Yes. Namaste, Metatron. All righty. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. I feel like I was gone a long time. It was a while. It was a while. <laughs> Wait till you hear that one. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Yay. We covered everything. We covered everything uh, from the breath, the breathing that you were telling me about before we went on the air. Okay. He picked up, he, he said you, you were both talking about the breathing uh, a while ago, and so he went over that for the listeners, uh, that technique oh, cool. of breathing in source. So that was great. Um, went through um, being in harmony, and then uh, he gave a great tool of, I guess he was teaching uh, your students this, to take a selfie or get a photograph of yourself and lay a magenta cloth over it for the magenta Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Then he was talking about Mahatma consciousness oh, yeah. and working with that. And we ended with the burning of Notre Dame Cathedral. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned that, um, yes, you know, the structures, of course, are crumbling, shifting, and changing that's being done by God Uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, the government is hanging on by its toenails the financial system (laughs) is hanging on by a thread and to pay attention to our own physical structures and see what we can restructure in our own lives so that was great Mm -hmm. awesome he was he was on it today huh he was (laughs) he was on fire today I threw him a curveball question and it took him a couple seconds to kind of come back at me. <laughs> oh, decide if he was going to answer it or not? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so he says, let me back up. Yeah. I Wait. I call it the meta, the Metatron pause. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Okay, yes, I got a Metatron pause. And then yeah. he asked, basically, you know, can you handle the answer? Can oh. you handle it? And uh, I said, yes to whatever question he asked, and he answered the question. Cool. So. And and can you handle the answer? Oh, yes. Uh, I suspected. Okay. And something okay. told me that this is part of what I'm going through. Because he asked me mm-hmm. early on, what is it you want to let go of this year? Mm-hmm. So I had to think mm-hmm. very quickly uh, of everything and boil it down to one word, so I chose struggle. Like, everything just seems to be an inconvenience, a struggle, a chore, you know. And right. I always get myself back to my heart center, and I approach it with love, and I do this over and over and over again every day, all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's this element in my life that is always present no matter how much work I do. And so there's a, you know, a point of frustration with that. And so right. he was saying about, 
um, and you can do that today. You can embrace harmony and release all struggle. That it doesn't need to continue. That was my question. Yeah, well, that's great news to know that that there's a different way, right? A different possibility. That's mm-hmm. that's huge. That's huge. It is. <sighs> it's yeah. <terrific>. Yay. <laughs> Okay. Thank you so much for your time and for doing this. Oh, my you're, you're welcome. I love it. I have I have such a great time every time we do this. I feel I feel blessed to be able to join you with this. I feel the same way, and uh, to to know that it's ever expanding. I look forward to so many conversations with you and learning together and teaching together. It's uh, I just love the, having you in my life and the the wonderful, oh. gentle shift that has taken place just in meeting you. Not to, oh. I'm not trying to make you blush or anything, but that's where <laughs> it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. that. Well, let me remind the listeners, visit angelemerging.com to learn more about Wendy and Metatron's events and private sessions. Spiritualinsightsradio.com is the home of the archive, self-care tips, and tools for energetic healing. And the teachings of Archangel Metatron and Mother Mary Pages, where you'll find their published transmissions. And we look forward to building up a wonderful archive of all the teachings. Okay, Wendy, thank you so much, and we will be speaking soon. You're so welcome, Charlotte. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.